wrestling fans on July 29th at Crown Plaza Hotel in Warwick, Rhode Island. Come meet Glenn Jacobs, Lena Fanine, Lisa Marie Varon, Candice Michelle, Ultimo Dragon, Fanaki, plus 30 other superstars. Tickets available now at ImmortalSeats.com. Wrestling fans, promoters, wrestlers, and anyone who enjoys pro wrestling now have something new to be excited about. The Wrestling Fans International Association, the WFIA, is back. WFIA is an association that exists to promote, grow, and support professional wrestling throughout the world. Membership is free. Your membership includes a free, digital, bi-monthly publication of the Wrestling Fan News newsletter, association updates, voting privileges, and much more. Please go to thewfia.org, that's T-H-E-W-F-I-A.org, and become a member today. Welcome, everybody, to the Pro Wrestle Zone here on WON Sports. I want to say uh, thank you for everybody for tuning in. This is Rick Del Santo. Joining me, as always, each and every week, is Harry Davila of Blood, Sweat, and Tears Wrestling. And, of course, now the Pro Wrestle Zone podcast. Hello, hello. We are we live. Got lot, we, got a lot, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. This is going to be uh, a very, very, very busy uh, program, uh, very yes. busy couple hours, you know. So uh, first I want to start off with, uh, first there was some sad news earlier in the week right. with uh, Mike Halleck, of, uh, also known as Mantar, has passed away. Uh, it was reported by his daughter, confirmed Mantar uh, passed away at 55 years old. He competed in the... Uh, the 1990s and the early uh, stages of Monday Night Raw yes, for the WWF. Uh, he uh, he was around to like 96, even yeah. I believe. I believe he did some stuff with Goldust. I think yes, like he a, did. He definitely like the did. Usher Boy, I believe it was. Yep. He also like he uh, it. competed in ECW as um, Bruiser Mastino, and he wrestled in uh, Austria under uh, Adavance's Catch Wrestling Association as well. Oh. So he is an absolute legend. Uh, I want to say rest in peace to Mantar, Mike Hollick. Yeah. Lots of great memories watching him uh, back in the day. Yeah, absolutely. Available on all streaming platforms, it's professional wrestling's greatest, largest, privately owned wrestling library. All the classic hits, flips, slams, and pins of yesteryear are on one place. It's Ultimate Classic Wrestling. Check out the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, Tito Santana, Rick Martel, a who's who of professional wrestling's greatest spotlight stars ever to grace the squared circle all in one place. Grab the best seat in the house for memories and mayhem on Ultimate Classic Wrestling. So there's also a lot of... Uh... A lot of great wrestling that we've uh, had to discuss this past weekend. Yes, uh, of course, yes. we're a little bit behind as far as uh, when this airs and when you know the shows we go to that we discuss. So I just want to make sure that we're you know we're keeping up on all the good stuff for oh, yeah, uh, our, our listeners and our viewers. Um, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that happened last weekend. A lot of good wrestling and wrestling all over all over the place. Um, I got had the pleasure of being at two shows over the weekend. Uh, I think we'll we'll start off with Blitzkrieg because that was the Friday show, and I go to a lot of indie shows, and I've had the 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 opportunity to see a lot of stuff happen, a lot of cool moments. Um, but the Blitzkrieg Luau was probably by far. The most fun I've had at a wrestling show all year. Really? All year. Yeah. Wow. And it's, you know, I being part of a company and saying that about another company says a lot. It just goes to show you the product that they produce. Um, top to bottom, the show was aces across the board. Okay. As far as, as, far as the content you were getting you know, sitting in your seat to the absolute athleticism of the athletes, the overall entertainment, the crowd participation, 
it just seemed like such a loving, embracing, fun show. Because it just felt like a family came together one night to celebrate this great company. And that's, I'm, I'm so being serious with those words. It just, it was an amazing feeling. Um, Blitzkrieg Luau starts with the scram, the mother of all scrambles. Yep. And you got guys like Bryce Donovan in there, CPA. Um, I got the, uh, the entire line, lineup here. Brogan Finley, TJ Crawford, a 50 Cal, Bryce Donovan, CPA, delightful Dan, the goddamn candy man. Yep. Logan Black, yep. uh, was it Stephen Stephen or Stephen Azure and Steve Somerset, Stephen Azure, yes. uh, Steve Somerset, the vest in the world as they like to call them. Ah, so. okay, those 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 um, even Stevens, yes, yes, That's what they call out them. of the yes, Jersey yes. New York area, Raider yep. Bros. I've seen them um, a couple times. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I forgot about those guys actually. Sorry, sorry well, guys. <laughs> the the scramble is just a lot of fun. Oh, it's a little all over the place, but in not in the worst ways. Yeah. It's really like in the best ways. Like uh starts off with Bryce Donovan, you know, getting a choke slam chant and was just choke slamming everybody. Um the even Stevens played perfect foils to a lot of the stuff that happened. The ending was pretty cool. Um and how they got to the match later on down the line, which um the rumble, the rumble was run by Brogan Finley and TJ Crawford. Yeah. So your champion Andy Brown now is in a three-way with Brogan Finley and TJ Crawford, three of the hardest hitters in wrestling right now. So just imagine how that was, and we'll get into that even later. Brogan Finley to me shine brightest as a person who's not really in the Northeast, especially in this area like that. And he won over that crowd within minutes of him being in the ring. Also, the Finley name doesn't hurt. And, yes, I will tell you this. He hits like a Finley. Am I mistaken that he was on the Game Changer show the following night? Yes. He was? You're not mistaken. Okay. He was. Okay. So I was going to say, okay, yeah, okay. So, um, go ahead. Uh, no, I uh, just – you know, the the mother of all scrambles, you know, a three-way and, you know, on how they're getting there, all really cool. Crowd was completely into it for for everything, even Delightful Dan the Candyman. You're thinking, Delightful Dan, do you think of a big seven-foot giant, like, uh, think Kurgan but happy? <laughs> you know, and I was genuinely surprised by what he even did in the ring. So just overall, really cool way to start off the show. Um, there was an amazing six man. I'm gonna bounce around a little bit. I'm not gonna go down the whole card. I have the the results in order. If you if you, you want to go in order, it's. I mean, why not? You know, I guess yeah. Uh, if you if you remember, <laughs> yeah, it, it was a lot going on. Um, no, the next one was if I'm not mistaken, Skyler and Haley Dillon. Yeah. Yep. Yes, Haley Dillon. Oh. This was Japan, like, Joshi stuff. Like, they were beating the ever-living stuffing out of each other. And this is Skyler's, I believe, first match back from the injury. And, man, they they left it all in the ring. Genuinely surprised at how that match was. Bravo to both ladies because they left it all in the ring. Wow. Uh, from there, you had the Blitzkrieg Pro tag titles. Match, uh, ah, yes, 35 millimeter versus um, mad, yes, yep. Um, this one was one of those ones where, like, I enjoy mad as a tag team a lot. Uh, Rip Bison reminds me of like a happier, funner uh, Bruiser Brody, okay, and then Gary Von Vicious is just a really just awesome giant, like wrestler who's just seems to be just like the happiest person in the world sometimes when you see him great great stuff um for them to but i'm not a, like <sighs> 35 millimeter just doesn't do it for me i don't know i just they don't click like jay george is great solo um the money dragon um angelo uh can't i'm sorry if i'm blanking on his last carter. name carter carter is 
He knows his character, and I can say that. And his character shines brightest. I think Angelo Carter as a solo, amazing. This tag team just, I don't know, doesn't work for me. How they ended the match wasn't really like the best way, but then you had Mad, and they're awesome. So still a win at the end of the day. I can't even believe I'm about to say this, talking about professional wrestling. Fans bring the pool toys match. We had uh, Leary defeated Jeff Cannonball. I'm just going to let you talk about this, and I might tune out. Uh, no promises. So <laughs> This was the fu- probably one of the funnier matches just because of the nonstop stupidity that is a fan bring the uh, pool toy match. There was a, an, a funny spot where they grabbed one of the pool tubes and they, they put it on the top rope. Whip Jeff Cannonball. He sells it like it's barbed wire piercing his back. And this is all tongue-in-cheek. So, you know, you laugh with it. It's hilarious. But then they do it with Leary. They whip Leary and Leary goes in and goes. And looks back at Cannonball like, why are you selling it like it's death? Cannonball comes over, touches, he goes, I don't know. And then they just continue brawling. <laughs> like if nothing just happened. And it's like, the, that's when I tell you, like, these shows have something for everyone. This was for those comedy fan wrestlers, who, like fans who just enjoy the funny stuff. There was a turd. There was a turd in the ring. A plastic turd. And I apologize. Plastic turd being fl- madness, utter madness. But fun. <laughs> do you like do you like comedy wrestling? Uh, depends on my mood. Okay, I like I enjoy a good Santino Santino match. He's he's different. He's different. He's on is a different he level. Know? I, uh, is he though? Some like, of the stuff. I, some of the stuff he does is I'd say more is more acceptable. Some of it is not quite. But you know, we might get in trouble for talking about the Northeast indie scene. Uh, CPA. CPA is a perfect yeah. example. I can watch CPA for a while before I get sick of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I um, get you. I get you. Uh, we had uh, the sweeper and Stephen. Oh, Azure. okay. Okay. So this was all. This was. This one seems, of my- if I may interject before you say, this seems like it might have had quite a bit of comedy leading up to the, this whole show. I mean, in a way. So this between every match. The sweeper would come in, sweep the ring, make sure everything's good, blah, 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 call out. Didn't think nothing of it. I've seen that other indie shows, so I'm not thinking this is going to be something huge. This is one of those heartwarming moments of the night. You know, sweeper's in, and Steven Azor comes out again, and he's talking about how they're doing double duty, but it's really just him. He's like, I'm, I'm going to wrestle tonight one-on-one, whatever, and I'm going to wrestle the sweeper. And the sweeper's in the ring sweeping. And he's like, oh, oh, that's me. So this leads to Steven Azur just beating the snot out of this kid. Like, he's just, like, raining down, boom, boom, boom. And I, I'm going to be honest, I probably missed where it actually turned. But Oh, okay. So the partner grabs the sweeper. He's on the ropes, right? Yep. Steven Azur goes for some move, misses, hits the partner. Partner pout is out. Steven Azur turns around. Code red. One, two, three. Sweepers victorious and gets probably one of the loud, probably top two loudest pops of the night. Amazing. Interesting. Very interesting. Like, he almost crowd surfed. I'm, I'm I'm not joking when I say that. Okay, all right. We had uh, we we went to a six man tag battle. This one I uh, I would love to see, so I'm probably gonna have to. Uh, I W T. Yeah, Miracle on ones. Kylan King. The- Sorry, go ahead. This was my match of the weekend. Yeah, Kylan King, Dustin Waller, Ichiban. Uh, they combined. They're the Miracle ones defeated Young Dumb and Broke, which is. Jordan Oliver, Ellis Taylor, and Charlie Tiger. 
It wasn't uh, Ellis Taylor. It was Griffin McCoy. Okay, then here it says Ellis Taylor. And the Ellis Taylor was not the person. It was it was uh, okay. Griffin McCoy, uh, and which was a, a surprise for me because I haven't seen Griffin McCoy in okay. like live. So that was cool for me. Um, that dude is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. Like hit. I could. I'm already picturing him with a couple guys out here. And do, like I could see it being absolutely fire, and this match kind of told you who he could be in the ring with and what matches work best for him. Right. right. Then you have so you have Young Dumb and Broke, Jordan Oliver, the JCW cha- uh, World Champion, and half of the GCW Tag Team Champions, um, with his stablemates Charlie Tiger, Griffin McCoy against top five Miracle Ones. Or Beast Coast, however you want to call them. Sammy Diaz, Ichiban, Dustin Waller. This is my match of the weekend. I this could see weekend, that. I could see that. When I tell you they put on a show, I, I the words that I say will not do this match justice. Just go out and watch it. IWTV.com, Blitz Blue Glue Out, watch this match the it, the crowd was hot throughout the whole match the it was something special it was lightning in a bottle like it's one of those matches where like descriptions don't do it justice yeah no i mean those are six of the greatest gentlemen in the independent yes. scene right amazing. now amazing sammy diaz sammy let's t- let's pause Let's talk. We can about- definitely talk some Sammy Diaz. We, I don't think, I think he's only been brought up once or twice here in in, in quite some time. And I think the last show you uh, you were putting him over left and right. Top five dead or alive, and I that's not that. just an that's not that's just a nickname. It's not a slogan. Yeah. yeah, that dude came out and showed out. It was last year at the Luau that he got injured. Come back, you know, did the TOS. Has been, you know, BST, you know, doing his thing. Comes to the Luau as a replacement for Kylon because Kylon was out with a concussion. Right. And absolutely, in my opinion, showed out. I believe him and for their respective teams, Griffin McCoy for his, Sammy for his. Absolutely. Top five dead or alive out here. I'm so excited he's getting red hot again out here because he deserves it. Give him his flowers. It was amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. We also had Aver Everett defeating Billy Starks. What can I say? The former, now former, WXW Women's Champion against the AW, I believe, newest signee. I'm not. I don't know if that's ever been clarified. But, you know, a GCW they signed, everybody. They signed people every five minutes, bud. Yeah, but I believe she <laughs> was the tournament. It locked yeah. her in a, in the contract because I think she's signed. Okay. I think she, I want to say she's signed. Um, but, you know, those two are world-class athletes, yeah. world, world-class women's wrestlers. And, you know, they, it was a very – it was a good match. Wasn't really – you know, it was a hard spot to be in following that six-man. And when you watch it, you'll understand why. And, I, and this is not even disparaging those two women because those women did great. Um. But you know it, they were put in a, in a hard spot. We had a triple threat match for the Blitzkrieg Pro Pro Bedlam Champion Chip. Excuse me. Yep. Andy Brown defeated Rogan Finley and TJ Crawford. Hard hitting and quick, and that's all you needed. It wasn't long. It got to the point these three strikers beat the sh- out of each other. These chops echoed throughout the house of pierogies for minutes after they were delivered. It was just everything you'd expect from these three. Big props to Andy Brown getting the victory. In uh, the main event, Lindsay Dorado defeated Anthony Green. I mean, what could be said about those two gentlemen, right? Exactly what you can expect from those two gentlemen. Anthony Green on his way back to pro wrestling Noah. Um, to be part of the good-looking men's stable. And, you know, Lindsay Dorado is Lindsay Dorado, world-class athlete, former 
uh, WWE uh, superstar. They they do what they do best, and they got the main event for that reason. Fun shit. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so uh, we're gonna take a commercial break, and then we're gonna come back. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this is, uh, of course, the Pro Wrestle Zone, and uh, yes. like I said, we had a, you. We had an exciting uh, weekend of professional wrestling last weekend. There was yeah. some wrestling to to attend for the July weekend. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Uh, we just finished talking about Blitzkrieg right before the commercial. Um, GCW was in Hartford for the first time at the. Webster, I believe it was. Yes, at the Webster yeah. Theater in uh, Hartford for Cleanup Man. So, yes. Um, I, you know, I initially, like I said, had tickets for it. I had to back out at the last minute for a family reason. Yeah. And then um, I, um, and then I, uh, and then after once everything was cleared up, it was too late for me to make my way down there. So, when checked out the fireworks. How was your uh, Fourth of July, by the way? That whole the actually it was the after the Fourth of July weekend because it was the the yeah Saturday uh, after the Fourth. Actually, pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I didn't have to go anywhere to see fireworks, which is great. I saw you I post was, videos. Yeah, you were yeah, seeing you I could see them right. Up. I was on my porch, you know, just enjoying the night, clear night. So I was just you know on the catching some fresh air, and then I look up and there are the fireworks, and I'm like, amazing. I had yeah. to drive there. We had to drive uh, five minutes down the road. We parked on top of a hilltop, and we were able to see him perfectly clear. For we went and got ice cream at uh, the local ice cream shop, and then went and sat down, on, you know, by the on top of the hilltop, uh, parked. And I didn't get no ice cream. What the heck? And, well, that's the yeah, that's your fault. You didn't leave your house. <laughs> we had a blast. My kid wouldn't stop talking to me though the whole time. I said, "Just watch the fireworks." <laughs> that's a, a kid or four, I guess. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Trust me. I understand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have kids, too. You got kids, I too. I do. That's why I understand. <laughs> My, mine's here, you know, sometimes uh, three days straight, and he just, the whole time, dad, 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 dad. Hey, man, like, it's, it's, you know, that's that's a special bond. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I lo love my kid. My kid's awesome. He just talks a lot. So we're going to talk more uh, independent wrestling that took place yes. in the Northeast. It's a shame. So it's uh, on July 8th, uh, GCW presented Cleanup Man. It was also live on Fight Plus, so I did not go to the event live. I ended up watching it on Fight Plus Sunday morning because I ended up watching another show we're going to talk about that yes. night. Yes. Before. Uh, so. GCW Cleanup Man was a very fun show. Another you know, hot show throughout the Northeast and the Connecticut area. Connecticut is booming. I keep saying this. Connecticut is booming. A lot of good independents around here. And yeah. GCW is no different. We got companies coming into Connecticut to get a part of that love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be a part of that heat. Uh, uh, crowd, honestly, just like Blitzkrieg, is almost like the continuation of a wave. Um, still red hot for almost everything on Saturday the 8th. Um, you know, I get there. I was a last minute ticket buyer. I wasn't sure if I was going to make the show. Um, my brother had sent me a text. He goes, Hey man, are you going tonight? And I'm like, I am now. So I got to spend the day with my brother and his friend. And that was a lot of fun. Cause we hadn't done that in a while. Um, uh, get there and I got there just in time for the opening four way scramble between Dustin Waller, Alec Price, Brogan Finley and Grim Reefer. And this is a one of those blink and you'll miss it matches. Yes. It was just high octane, fast paced. Grim Reefer for the veteran looked amazing doing some stuff that a man who's been in the business as long as he has shouldn't be doing just because of his age. And I say that with all due respect, but that dude is awesome to be doing the stuff that he was doing that, uh, against those young bucks. Uh, Brogan Finley continued to impress hard. I'm telling you, he hits like his dad. I feel it every time he would strike one of these men. I just would feel my chest caving in. That's how hard he was hitting. I felt bad for anybody in the ring with him. Alec Price showing why he's the Northeast 
the Beast Coast, all that, the Northeast Beast, whatever you want to call them, Alec Price I is the OG. Man. Yeah, that guy is the man. That dude, uh, there's a reason he's the like probably the top prospect out here in the Northeast. Let's be honest, seriously. Uh, this guy, I've you know, watching him a few years now, and he's just getting better and better. And same with Flash, they're just getting better and better and better and better. And you know, there's a reason why these guys were put on first. They got that crowd hot and loud and excited. Oh, I'm sorry, I just got a text message. Um, Breaking news. Yeah, but I can't break it quite yet because not everything is confirmed. Um, but some some cool stuff could be coming down the pipe. We'll talk about that a little bit once we're off the air. We can hopefully re- relay the message next week. Okay. All right. Um, but uh, either, either way from there that uh, Alec Price won the match uh, over oh, Justin oh. Waller and Brogan Finley. And- we, didn't get to, we didn't get to put over Flash in this forward because that – that young man, and we both had the, the the pleasure of working with him in some aspect. Yep. That kid is awesome, and I'm glad he he got to show out in his home state. You know, being that he is from Connecticut, I felt like that was the perfect uh, platform for him to for people to see him at his best, and he didn't disappoint. Yeah, no, you're right. That's a. Uh, 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 f- Phenomenal performance by him in his home state. So, uh, from there we had Jimmy Lloyd and Wasted Youth. Of course, Wasted oh. Youth made their appearance. Let's yes. a week prior. Uh, yep. So it was exciting to see them again. They defeated the SAT of Joel and Jose Maximo and Will Maximo. So yes, the, uh, the SAT. Was, I, yeah, the SAT. I thought this was a great match. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, you got – it's almost like you took the SATs and then you gave them, like, something like a mirror match and you got the three men across the ring. And it's crazy because one of them doesn't look like the other two. And I'm talking about Jimmy Lloyd here. Jimmy yeah. Lloyd was, to me, the breakout yeah. of this match. Obviously, we know the SATs resumes, the fathers of the style that we see today. We just spoke about Wasted Youth. They re- made their debut for BST last week. Hot young tag team that have some of the most impressive, innovative wrestling maneuvers this side of wrestling. And then there's Jimmy Lloyd, who a lot of people dub him as just a hardcore or backyard wrestler. And the kid is out here stealing the show. <clears throat> Jimmy Lloyd was doing stuff like wasted youth and he's not like wasted youth by look by appearance by everything you know what i'm saying absolutely you know so like let's put some respect on jimmy lloyd's name man he that guy is 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 out here i'm very happy for him and they got the big win over the veteran tag team awesome stuff all around uh we had john wayne murdoch defeating effie and cold rad cole Raderick. I'm Look, just going to leave this one to you, please. I can't. This one was was weird. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm an Effie guy. I'm an Effie guy. I love Effie. I love what he's done. I'm going to prevent an argument right now by taking it quiet. We can talk about it later. And it has okay. nothing to do with his lifestyle. I'm just going to throw oh, it out. Oh, no. I, I believe so. it. But I just, so. Trust me. I didn't think that at all. But. Well, you never know. People, uh, you know, that automatically assume. So. Oh yeah, no, I, I exactly cancel culture, um, but no, like I, I respect what Effie has done for his community, and what he's done for wrestling for his community. That's why I'm really a big fan of his. I understand. Um, I'll give you that absolutely, hundred percent. I'll give you that. You know, um, I'm not the biggest. I'm like being completely transparent. I'm not the biggest John Wayne Murdoch guy. Yeah, and, it's been a while since I've seen him. I think so. It's not one of those things where I just I don't like it. It's just, I, it's, to me, he just doesn't do it for me, and that's okay. Um, I respect him. It just wasn't for me. And Cole Radrick is one of these young guys who I'm just waiting to for him to break out, especially out of that indie scene. Like I think, right? I, I think he doesn't get enough mention as one of the top guys in indies right now. 
and this match just didn't didn't do anything for me personally. No, I get you. I fully understand. Uh, we had Charles Mason and Joey Janela. The best character on the indies right now versus Joey Janela. And Joey Janela is GCW through and through. He is pretty much like. He's been there for it, almost it, since the beginning. They're like, yeah. at least for a very long time. Nick Gage may be the heart, but Joey Janela is the soul. Or vice versa, however way you want to see it. Um, this was a great match. You know, it continued the story between Mason and Janela. And, Joe, you know, I can't really say much else. This match was, was good. It was what you expect from these two. Yeah. Um, Charles Mason is just an amazing wrestler that is that understands his character, and his character <laughs> is so fleshed out. And so good that you can't just help but be mesmerized by his performance. Like yeah. everything, even those little things that he'll do, like the little mannerisms or like, it, you know, for instance, I think Janelle was bleeding. He went and, you know, he put it on his, you know, licked his hand and, you know, stuff like that. Like those very creepy serial killer vibes that he's known for. Just He, he plays it to a T. Amazing yeah. one. Uh, this one, uh, this one was a very, I'd have to say, a sort of unique up ma- matchup for GCW. Okay. GCW World Champion Blake Christian defeated Richard Holiday. Uh, it was a title match. It was very good, and of course, you know, Blake Christian just, uh, I guess you could say, cheated to win. This match was just. This match was special. Yeah. It's it absolutely. Solid. Yeah. For especially for like his holiday's debut. He's had his he's home home field advantage for holiday. Crowd was hot for holiday. Yes. There was absolutely. a moment. There was a moment in this match where we all thought Holiday was the champion. And the crowd went nuts. Nuts. Um Blake Christian is top five best indie wrestlers right now. Blake Christian. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that he's had a great career so far, and he's young. He spent his time wrestling everywhere. His time in uh, uh, Impact. He's Mm -hmm. done some time there. He's done some time in NXT. Yep. Which, you know, I don't think he really had like he had some good stuff there, but he didn't have a full time to shine the way he should have. You know what I mean? It ruined that for a lot of people, I think, had the pandemic. It was that era. Yeah, it was that era. Him and Christian Casanova coming in at the same time, a.k.a. Carmelo Hayes. And I was surprised that both of those guys, not surprised, but. Surprised in a way that both of those guys were being brought in and at the same exact time, you know, it was a lot um, of fun to see and it was great. And you know, yeah, moments when guys like that get signed, you just kind of clap on the inside a little bit, of course. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I do, you know, the pandemic kind of ruined that for a lot of people. It, I guess I, w- I wouldn't even say ruined, I guess what it did was it revitalized a lot of careers. Yeah. Blake Christian was, um, and this is not like this is not an insult, but he was white meat baby face. Yeah, I know everybody's heard that term. Yeah, you know he's very you know yippee Blake Christian on the man all heart, you know, and it it was great because he's a great athlete and he's an amazing wrestler. But once that flip, once that switch flipped, and he became cocky and arrogant. And he started to really show his character as a cocky, you know, bad word. Uh, it, it was off to the races for him. And I believe now he's finally found like that full, you know, package, that total package for him. What works. And it shows he's having fun with yeah. all the stuff he's doing. Um now I know he made some AEW appearances after his NXT, you know, run yeah. and stuff. So, are you surprised they didn't get a, like a full time gig there? 
in a way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, Me 100%. too. But at the same time, I think it might be, you know, the way that AEW is signing people. <laughs> I think it's better for him in the long run, you know, his career. Uh, go- yes. Uh, and unless, I, unless you just want to sit around and just get paid for not doing anything. You know what I mean? And there are people who do that. And you know what? I'm no one yeah. to say, hey, man, don't get your money. Yeah. Don't get your money. But Blake Christian is not one of those guys. And he left the WWE product. And, you know, it was a really, you know, rough time for a lot of us. You know, he didn't know what he was going to be doing next, if wrestling was even going to be a thing that was possible. And then slowly by slowly but surely, the things started opening up and people started turning on him. And, you know, it's the same thing over and over again. Blake Christian having the really close match. He's so good, but he never reaches the goalpost. And, again, once he flipped that switch, it was off to the races. And how he even won the title was some of the most dastardly things. I've seen a character do, and it was it's cool. It's great, and I'm glad that he's getting the shine that he gets. He caught an amazing promo, too, against Holiday. Yeah. Like, an amazing promo. And, you know, Holiday had a fight with a lot of, like, two, like double-spirited, like, you know, should I do the right thing, or should I, should I go back to who Richard Holiday truly is? He had a lot of battles with himself, and I think that's what ultimately cost him the title, Blake Christian up, and I'm not against it. What we uh, we ended up having a three way tag team match. Please help me with this one. Los Mexicos. Mexicos defeated Waves and Curls. Yes. Also, local heroes. Yep. And uh, Yokai. Yokai. Mm-hmm. Say that right. Okay. That is Yoya and Janai Kai. Yes. Um, this was the match I was kind of alluding to earlier in the conversation we had before the show started, where this was this one was rough, you know. And it, it, I just think the chemistry wasn't there for all three teams. There's a lot of clunky parts. Yep. Um, they did their best with what they had, but this was just wasn't it. And that's disappointing because me and you know how good waves and curls are. They, uh, I mean, you can go to any freaking show in Connecticut that they're on, and they're they're over. Literally, they're over. They're no. Let me. So, going back to that match, their intro, like their when they came out, crowd was all over it. Yeah, all over it. But the matches wasn't great. It's it, it's not always going to be great. You know what I mean? No, like matches. You no, know, it was just knowing who was in the ring. It was disappointing that it wasn't better than what it was. Right. Right. Oh, yeah, the GCW Tag Team Championship match, the East-West Connection, excuse me, East-West Express. Yes. Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne defeated Gringo Loco and Jack Cartwheel. Jack Cartwheel I've seen uh, make a couple NWA appearances as of late as well. Yes. Very Uh, familiar with this gentleman. Jack Cartwheel can cartwheel out of anything. This cartwheel on anything. He could he, you're walking, he's gonna do a cartwheel. That's what you can expect from Jack Cartwheel, but he does them in the most impressive way that they make his, his offense so innovative. Right. Because he adds those elements. Gringo Loco, probably one of the top luchadors in the world. One of the only luchadors to have a pinfall victory over Vikingo. You know, he's show, you know, he is called the base god for a reason, because if you see any high flyer against him. Watch how he catches everybody. He's a right. perfect, his body size is perfect for the lucha style. Then you have the East West Express. Jordan Oliver just praised him a little earlier. GCW World JCW World Champion and half of the GCW Tag Team Champions. And then Nick Wayne makes it made his debut on Wednesday against uh, Swerve Strickland. He is an AEW contract to start and half of the GCW Tag Team Champions. Uh, I actually had a conversation about Nick Wayne earlier, and I compared Nick Wayne to a Dustin Waller. He is what I would say the mirror match of Dustin Waller on the West Coast. Okay. Um, Jordan Oliver, you know, pretty much the spirit of Trent Acid reborn in a new wrestler. Jordan Oliver is amazing. And these two put on a hell of a show against um Oh my god, excuse me. Oh my god, I'm blanking. For this show? 
Is what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, uh, Gringo Loco. And, yes. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, Jack yeah. Their tag team stuff is so crisp for as little tag team experience as they have as a tag team. Right. Uh, it's cool to see uh, two different style tag teams as far as like Gringo and, and Cartwheel don't team often. You know, so right. seeing them put together and seeing some of the stuff they put together was pretty cool. This was what you would expect out of a GCW tag title match. Right. Yeah. Uh, from there, we got you. I'm not even going to try to, but Utami. Utami. Utami defeated I, Billy Starks. I know little of Utami. This was, I think. Was I don't know time. a lot either. So, yeah. My first time watching her, and damn. These 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 Japanese women's wrestlers and uh like they're it's it's a different it's world. To explain it's a different exactly it's a different world and the things that they do out there you can't compare it to what American style women's wrestling is right. They're just they just hit so hard, and Billy Starks was with her the whole way. Whole way, Tommy was just too much, and the crowd showed so much respect for Tommy. I believe this is like her first time in the states, to my knowledge. I could be wrong, but to sh to see the love that they have, and for someone who hasn't been out here like that, was pretty cool to see. Uh, of course, the main event was Nick Gage defeating Psycho Clown. If you've seen one Nick Gage match, you've seen them all. I'm glad someone well, said it. High energy from the jump. That's all I'll say. I got nothing to add for this one, so I want to say thank you. Uh, we're gonna take another. <laughs> we're gonna take another break here. We gotta take. Uh, you know, uh, the, they they make you take a break after a while, and uh, so we're gonna run these uh, promos, and we'll be back, and we'll be talking more. Professional wrestling. And we're back. Hi, this is Bob Smith. You might remember from me from my years on the pro wrestling illustrated. Well, now I've started a brand new podcast called The Updated Wrestling Hour. Yes, we're going to take a whimsical look back at wrestling figures, stars, and trends. Years gone by, we're talking 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and a whole lot more. Yes, I was. I thought that I was pumped up for the MLW show. Please tune in for the Outdated Wrestling Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Did you watch it all? I saw so I kind of watched it on on the ride home. Okay. Um I saw bits and pieces. I was I went watching it looking for specific names. Um but I did get to see some of the stuff. I get I got to see a little bit of Alex Canvers Hammerstone. And okay. I got to finish watching that from what I saw it was really good. Um what else did I know? I saw the women's title match. I saw a little bit of that between yep. uh, Delmi and Ava Everett. And I saw a little bit of the tag title match between the okay. Simones and. Uh, All right, so you saw a little bit of it. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go through the results here and talk about it. All right, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, we had the we, the show the the live portion of the because uh, there's a bunch of there was a fusion taping as well. Yes. Not going to go over those results just as of, as of yet or, or today, but uh, I'm going to let you all tune in to Fusion this week to watch them, and then we'll talk about them. Uh, so we had Jacob Fatu defeating Calvin Tankman. Both men are freaking beasts. Tankman is a guy that I've learned to love. Yes, watching MLW because he who was he having a feud with about a year or so back. Alex, it was Alex Kane. 
It was Alex Kane. Okay, so I'm not going crazy. I was like about to say that, but then I didn't want to. That dude, like Alex Kane, has become one of my favorites. And you know, Alex was on my show on this show two years ago after he won the uh, the national open weight title. Yes. Uh, like just days after. So uh, that interview is out there if you want to go back and watch that. So, folks. Okay. So. This is just, you know, this match was just a nice hard-hitting match, just as you'd expect out of these two gentlemen. It was freaking, uh, this was for the National Openweight title. And this is one of those matches just jaw-dropping the way that these guys were hitting each other. Calvin Tankman is a hard hitter. Yep. Hard hitter. And you spoke about, your, you know, you're growing your love for him through uh, MLW. Watch some of his DPW stuff. Okay. Uh, watch some of his warrior wrestling stuff. Calvin Tankman is somebody that would do amazing in the East Coast. Yeah. I would love to see him come out here and work. I would. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, from there is a winner-take-all match for the MLW World's Women's Featherweight Championship. And the WXW Women's Championship. We had Delmi Expo defeat Ava Everett by pinfall in just under seven minutes. Uh, this one was an okay matchup. Not nothing really to explode about. I saw bits and pieces, so I don't really want to judge. But these are two women. You're saying it's an okay match, and that to me is disappointing. This is just for, this is just my my outlook. I mean, yeah. you could have a you could have a completely different outlook on the way that you see it. Maybe it was oh. my mood I, that I was in at that particular moment. I'm not I'm not taking away anything from anyone. You thought it was disappointing. I respect your opinion hundred percent. Yeah, but that uh, yeah, that doesn't mean I, we're gonna have the same opinion. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, but I I you know I'll be like I'll go in like let's say for instance you go, hey man, watch this Kurt Angle versus Eddie match. It wasn't so great. I'm gonna go into the match now. Going, I know bad examples, but I'm gonna, gonna go. Into, I'm gonna go into the match going. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna set my expectations here as opposed to here because right. I know what these two women can do. Right. You know. I mean, I'm. It was a decent match. It was good, but I maybe I was just expecting something a little different. Maybe I was hyped up for the main event and and a couple other matches on the show. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that. I was just. Oh, you know, like sometimes that that does take you out of the the element sometimes for certain matches. Uh, this match, though, I absolutely uh, loved. Tracy Williams defeated Timothy Thatcher by referee stoppage. Complete style, I'm assuming. This Very. was the perfect game of catches catch can. I was a mark. I'm telling you right now because I absolutely loved technical wrestling and this was just phenomenal absolutely loved it okay answer me this because i didn't get to see this and i'm going to probably tomorrow now that you you're talking about it um timothy thatcher was he his normal rugged you know grind you down style yeah for the most part for the most all part, right yeah. all i need if you're telling me timothy thatcher's in a match and he's grinding some dude i'm all in there bro and that's, I say that it sounds a little a, weird on the show. Yeah, that's just, fine. I, listen, I'm not whatever. Okay, if you took it there, you took it there. I'm okay. Just, I'm what I'm saying is that Timothy Thatcher will grind you into the ground, and it's yes. always the most painful looking stuff that you can witness. So if you're telling me he's doing that to a human, I want to watch this. Right. Uh, from there, we had Mance Warner and Sam Adonis in a country whipping match. This one, I have to say, was uh, a lot of fun. Mance Warner, probably one of the better brawlers right now. Going, right. and then Sam Adonis can brawl, and then he can add that little element of American style and Lucha style. Right. And you mix that in with all the brawling stuff, and I'm pretty sure you have a jambalaya of fun stuff, like you said. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, the Calling, which is a Karen Ricky Shane Page defeating the SST uh, for the tag titles. 
the mm-hmm. fans bring the weapons tag team title match. I don't think I saw anything too weird uh, in this fans bring the weapons. I have in the past, but yeah. Um, again, I saw bits and pieces. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? It, it wasn't bad. It was a, it was a lot of fun. I love the SST. I think they're great. Uh, I like Ricky Shane Page a lot as well. It was fun Shane to watch. Page. It was a good watch. Yeah. Well, now this makes Akira, if I'm not mistaken, double champion. I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Also, let's. Oh, actually, let's rewind a bit because we didn't really touch bases on on the women's title match. I was surprised with the with the title switch. I, I will say that I wasn't expecting it. Being Ava just won that title. Yeah, you know you do have a point there. Yep. So that that was very shocking, and uh, I hope it leads to a rematch. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're going to keep up everybody updated here on this show. Yeah. So, you know, stay tuned. And uh, we'll bring you all the MLW news. I'm watching MLW quite a bit now. It's one of my weekly uh, go-to shows. So. I I had to get back into MLW, like, at putting it in my rotation. Excuse me. Because of all the, like, I guess, like, channel swapping and all that stuff. Over the last yeah, year, like, well, you know, they end up they end up putting them up on YouTube as well. I think still. Yeah, but it was very inconsistent for a bit. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. I had to kind of like find the rotation back for that. And then I think they were on Wednesdays for a while, and then moved to Thursdays. And I think for yeah. a little bit they were on Tuesdays. And then because I'm sitting there having a conversation with somebody today, and they're like, "Isn't it on Thursday?" So I was like, "I could have sworn last week it came out on Tuesday." Like, That's maybe I'm saying. going crazy. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there was a lot of inconsistency, so I kind of like lost. Like I keep track. It's hard of to it. keep. It's hard to keep track of, you know, because yeah. when I first started watching, when they first came back and first started watching, they were channel hopping quite a bit. Then they were like on a channel that nobody in the world had. You know what I mean? So it's like they're kind of yeah. like impact. How many people actually have? Uh, what channel? What the access channel? You have to have like uh, a Dish Network or whatever to have that channel. Very or, few, or get the app. And have yeah. to have a, a subscription with, like, you know, like you said, well, Dish or whatever, just to watch it. Yeah, on YouTube, you could actually subscribe to Impact's page, mm-hmm. pay like a five, or I think there's like for like a ninety-nine cent monthly fee, you get to watch that show live every week as it airs, oh. or the or the five dollar tier, maybe five ninety-nine tier, I think it is. You can watch that show, plus you get like monthly live specials and other exclusive content as well. It's quite the deal, believe it or not. That's how I watch the show every week. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. Oh, it's a it's a great deal, I think. On because YouTube? I think, yeah, on YouTube. Go to the YouTube. Cool. There'll be a there'll be a subscribe option and you can just click it and then it'll, you know, you put your, your information in there. It's I believe the the dollar option was just the weekly TV. Plus you get like before the impact, which is like the new version of Explosion with, you know, that stuff. All right. You know what? You said it. As you continue talking about MLW, <laughs> maybe I'm going to subscribe. There you go. It's worth it, dude. I'm telling you. It is. And it, that's the one thing, before I get in and continue about MLW, Impact, in a way, has been struggling for a number of years, but they do actually care about their fans Oh, absolutely. Because they want people to see it. So they're going to, they know that a lot of people don't have that network or have access to that network, that they're going to put that show out there for you to have. For a while, they were putting it on uh, uh, on their app, which was ended up being a week delay for a while. And then all of a sudden, they're like, let's do this. They had it on Twitch for a little bit for free. And then they just went, through, you know, they're probably like, shit, we're losing way too much money doing this. We got to come up with something else, and that's when they came up with the YouTube uh, thing. Look at that. Harry, subscribe. Look at that. Now we can start talking about Impact each and every week here. How about that? Them apples. Yeah, let's do it. And I'm going to be honest. With all the, like, wrestling on, like, television, I'd rather watch what Impact is doing right now. I think Impact is my number one on-TV company to watch. Um, I do watch this stuff on YouTube whenever it airs, um, but they have an amazing roster of well, wrestlers right now. We're gonna we should talk about that. Uh, you know, I put them over quite a bit because I, I do want to get into the MLW main event. But at first, I want to say yeah. that 
Impact has struggled for many, many years. And I think there's a lot of people that won't go back to it because of the stench. Yeah. And I swore I would never go back to it after the like the October 10th, the 10 10 10 thing when Hogan and Bischoff just oh. sat out there for an entire hour and there was not one match. They just sat and talked for an entire hour. And so I find it funny that you bring up 10 10 10. Oh, God. I was like, built up for that and just want, I was so pissed off. I shut it off. Go ahead. And I'm, then I'm going to tell you more. I, I was, I was going to let you finish because I'm like, well, it took me eight years to put it on and a lot of convincing from my friend. Then I ended up turning on um, Slammiversary 2018. Okay. And I said, damn, that was a really good show because my friend kept hyping up the damn impact saying it's gotten better. Don't worry. No, you know, all that stuff. So then I watched it and I said, damn, that was a really good show. And then Bound for Glory 2018 came to Queens and me and my buddy went to the show. And I said, that was one of, if not the best wrestling show I've ever been to live. I'm telling you now. Was that when Bubba Ray put Dixie through the table? No, 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 no. This is uh, that's, that's 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 way after. This is uh, John Morrison, Johnny Impact, whatever you want to yeah. call him, defeated Austin Aries for the title. Austin Aries flips oh, off, uh, what's cool. his face, and then just walks out of the company. Yep. You said Queens, and I'm I, for for a minute, I just kept thinking of like that that uh, show a couple years back, yeah. but I forgot yeah. that that show was in Queens. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we went. We took the train out there, and then hopped in an Uber and got over there. And I gotta tell you, man, I got sick sick to my stomach that night as well, wow. <laughs> off of a off of a burger. And then uh, it was good. I sat next to uh, you know who was standing next to me the whole night was Dan Moff and KM Kevin Murphy the whole time. I oh, guess yeah. they rented. I guess they rented Moff's ring. Yeah. And, oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So he was sense. literally where my seats were. I couldn't really see too well, so I stood up. Right here, that's where they were like standing over here next to me. So, Impact, Impact is such a weird company as far as like their history goes because yes. that ten ten show, like yeah. going back to that ten ten show, like I was just listening to something to wrestle with, with Bruce Pritchard and um, uh, Conrad Thompson, mm-hmm. and they went over it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I third. I like when they do the reviews. I find it funny. You know. I apologize. I like the retro reviews. I love listening to retro reviews. Yeah, I'll tell you. it was a retro review. They went over like the older shows and whatever, and they just I just listened to their episode on this on ten ten ten, and hearing all the backstage stuff and like the dumb sh- that happened, man. That show was a cluster. Yeah. I don't even remember it. I'd have to go watch it. Seriously. I'd have to like, go watch it back because I'm telling you, if I watch it, I'd probably get pissed off again and never turn it on again for another eight years. But listening listening to the episode pissed me off. And I remember ordering the pay-per-view. Yeah. It was so aggravating. So aggravating. Anyways, back to MLW. We had a new yeah. world champion crowned Alex Kane. Defeated Alexander Hammerstone, and congratulations, Alex Kane. I mean, this guy—he's like a Steiner. Alex Kane, Bumaye. Alex Kane, Bumaye. Yes, Bumaye. This guy is an amazing, amazing professional wrestler, and uh, this match was off the charts good, man. I'm telling you, this was just edge of your seat kind of a thing. Uh, I love MLW for what they do with their champions. This is another example of making the openweight title mean so much. Because this man, just like Hammerstone, held the openweight title for, what, about a year now, I think, before he dropped it. And then immediately shot up to the world championship and now look who your champion is. It's a very parallel uh, road to the one that Hammerstone took, right? And what made Hammerstone of one of the you know one of the names out here in in D wrestling. So good for Alex Kane, man! I'm so happy for him. Dude worked his ass off. So congratulations to him. Absolutely. 